You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Oneofus.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. Yeah, the only trouble we'll have is saying anything good about this movie. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh my gosh. Uh, hey everybody, we're here to review The Trouble. Trouble, 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 eh, eh. <laughs> I'm just being goofy right now, I have to find some enjoyment in this. But uh, yeah, this is a movie that's on sale right now on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's directed by this guy named Zef Coda, which is his feature film debut. And for a movie this epic... I had to get on not one, but two other reviewers, because we got London over here. How you doing, bud? Hey, what's up? And we got a new person on here, Rose. Hey. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Doing good. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> well, um, you know the drills for the Screener Squad. You can't watch good movies until you watch one really bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which, thankfully, yeah, thankfully we got another review that she's on that hopefully is a lot better. <laughs> um, but, man, uh, London... If you feel so bold, why don't you try to tell us what the plot of this movie is? <laughs> well, I sure can try, can I? Unlike the filmmakers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, a curly-haired get, uh, hipster <laughs> decides, decides he wants to do underground poker games to as a career and make money. And at some point, he decides that... Um, it's a, it's dangerous because you get screwed over and the story goes from there. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's just him getting himself into trouble and then trying to get himself out of trouble. And honestly, if you try to see what the actual plot of this movie is, it's maybe only 15 minutes of actual story. Because the rest yeah. of it is just flashbacks and side stories and tangential storylines that have almost nothing to do with anything in this movie. With, with lovely little section titles like The Story of Enzo. The story of Marisol. Isn't oh. that cute? <laughs> yeah. When you when people say about like Tarantino, it's like, oh, his stylistic touches are, are annoying now and that kind of stuff. This is what happens when someone does his touches really badly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, Rose, what do you think about this movie? Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I wanted to take this guy's lunch money the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, they, they treat him that way throughout this entire film. I mean, it's it's just... It, it's difficult to find anything to say about it, because it's just, it's so... Yeah, Tarantino ripoff, and the, the lead guy had just no presence at all. No, like, mm. that's the weird thing, that he's apparently from, like, like comedy troops and improv group kind of stuff, and from what I didn't know until looking up on IMDb, he improvised a bunch of this movie. So you don't say. Yeah, it, it, it totally doesn't come off that way, does it? Mm-hmm. No, I, I think that he's just the, the setup guy. You know, like he sets up the situation, and then other people come in with the punchline. Uh. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you meant like the set dresser and the actual actors didn't show up, so they just said, "Can you read these for us?" <laughs> They made up this background about him being an improv artist. Just like, sure, <laughs> there you go. Well, we found him in the finest clubs in New York. He was cleaning the tables, but he was in the finest clubs in all New York. <laughs> that's what it 
feels like, because this guy, uh, his name's John Vogel, and look, I know, we try to be nice with these reviews kind of thing, but honestly, yeah. this dude just has no freaking charisma or talent whatsoever as comedian. Mm-hmm. Like, he honestly is just not cut out for this kind of job. And it just, it makes it worse that, you know, if it was only him, that would be one thing. But everyone else in this movie, their energy and their acting, I say in quotation marks, is just so gosh dang amateurish throughout this entire thing. It, it was. It reminded me of, you know, all the films I ever made in high school with my friends. Seriously, this feels like a college thesis film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like all the locations you can tell that they rented out at night. There's like no other patrons in the background or anything. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It feels incredibly empty in all these sets. And it's just... I, and also, it's just the way that it's made with camera work and that kind of stuff, which is so flatly lit and shot and staged. It's just, there's just nothing remarkable about the way this movie's made on a production level. But that's the least of this movie's problems, too, because, I mean, there's a lot of problems with the production. But th- this main dude, I don't know why they had it in their minds to make him the most unlikable douchebag hipster they could. <laughs> but ma- could you find anything to like about this guy as a character? Not even a little bit. <laughs> He, he was uh, just kind of creepy at times, <laughs> just how right? flat he was in his affects. And it seems like the guy that, you know, thinks he's all street and badass, but isn't. And I thought that's kind of what they were trying to go for with the movie, but I think that was just maybe the actor. <laughs> yeah, because that's weird. It's like, he, he, I don't know what it is. It's like, he's such a dork, and everyone comments on him being such a dork, but they want this weird fantasy wish, like wish fulfillment that somehow he's tougher than the gangsters because of that. Yeah. And you're like, it ain't working. It ain't working at all with the way they're setting that up. <laughs> like, yeah, no, the, everything yeah. they had, even with their, you know, meager means to make this movie, there was a better movie in there. You can do all of this stuff that we're making fun of or that we thought that would be in it, and it's just, they just didn't have it to make that. No, and oh god, and the, the, what bugs me too is that the they even okay to to jump off of your point, there's just moments where it's it's just sloppy, like mm-hmm. oh god, there was one scene where okay the character the this is called him I don't know hipster douche hipster douche his name is he, Billy but yeah Bill, who cares right. <laughs> hipster hipster douche Billy he um he gets. <laughs> He asked for some whiskey, <clears throat> and so he drinks some. He says, oh, it burns my throat, so he asked the bartender, could you put some ice in it? And so then he drinks it. You know, he's drinking it, and then by the end of the scene, he um, he, he he drinks it again, but then there's no ice in the in the whiskey. Oh, <laughs> I saw that too. They spent a good 10 seconds of that scene just talking about putting the ice in and talking about the ice and then drink, and yet they forgot to put the ice by the end of the scene. Well, it's also weird because it felt like watching The Room where they have to show you the exact process of him getting a drink and pouring yes. it out and drinking it. I'm like, I'm sorry, could we uh, – there's a thing called editing that we can do to speed this along. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of editing, um, another sloppy uh, filmmaking technique. Uh, guys, FYI, um, if a character is verbally telling someone of an instance, we don't need to see the instance as well. Or if we yes. see the instance, we don't need them to tell, to explain it to us. When someone, when a character is explaining something to another character, we should be the, we should also be learning alongside that character. Yeah, that's, doesn't a feel big, redundant. that's a big problem with narrators in movies. And it's like, there's, you know, people criticize narrators because the biggest problem of most narrators is that they tell you already think, like things you've already known. 
and mm-hmm. or things you can literally see happening right in front of you. A, a good narrator, like say Goodfellas, why Goodfellas works so well is because uh, anytime uh, Henry Hill is narrating to you, he's telling you things you don't see in the shot. You know, mm-hmm. and that's it's just so weird. And also the fact that why is that character his friend narrating this movie at all? There's no reason why it had to be that character. At this right. <laughs> He was one of the he was one of the producers. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to believe that. that he had to get his SAG credit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so that's just all really rough with that stuff. It's just all the actors. Like, look, I'm sure some of these people are very nice people. Like, even this woman yeah. who plays the girlfriend character, Maria Desimon. Like, mm-hmm. she's very pretty. She's very nice. I'm sure she's a lovely woman in real life. But her and John Vogel have no chemistry with each other whatsoever no. in this movie. It's like. It's like watching two people who just met, like, on, like for the first time. Like, I, I have to assume this is probably the first time they actually actually met each other on the set when they did this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, did you guys notice that when they first meet, like, the hipster douche, his arm, hipster douche Billy, his arm is, like, a couple inches away from Marisol. Like, he's supposed, <laughs> yeah, to, he's supposed to be wrapped around her, but he's not. <laughs> like, he's kind of awkwardly, like, not touching her. I noticed that too. <laughs> I, I think she finds him disgusting. Like honestly, like <laughs> she does not seem to like this dude. <laughs> Maybe he's just one of those guys that's really sweaty all the time, and she's like, "Babe, can you just, yeah?" That. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks, Rose. I just add another layer. <laughs> oh, I'm <thinking> of that. <laughs> oh my goodness! But honestly, there's oh. there's also all kinds of stuff like. I know you got off on a big tangent on this one, uh, London, but the random Russian hitman character they bring in at one point in the story. You're oh, just like, yes. He has accent that he gives up halfway through the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? And, you know, they, they, my name is Pete. And it's like, what's your, what's your mama call you? My mama called me unwanted child. <laughs> You're just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, like, I, I don't get what they thought they were doing with that character. Like, and again, it's, I guess it's a mild spoiler to say who he is in this, but screw it, I don't care. It's just, it's, yeah. it, it does nothing to the story. Like, literally, you could have cut out him or half the other characters in this movie, and it would have been not a better movie, but a shorter movie, at least. <laughs> just, oh, they, yeah, it, it's, and they, oh, God, so. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, we're trying not to just keep kvetching. I know, because we, all right, uh, uh, Okay, let's challenge ourselves. Let's, let's challenge ourselves. What is is there anything that we could say positive about this movie before we just keep going? Uh, some of the lighting in some of the scenes was uh, serviceable when he was um, excuse me, sitting in the graveyard and and talking to that guy. There was a nice backlight behind his uh, Jufro going on there, <laughs> and I was like, okay, that that looks good. They could have had nothing, and I yeah, some of the lighting was okay. <laughs> Um, there was one action High scene. praise! Woo! <laughs> there was an action scene where uh, Pitt was fighting against two thugs, and he um, he had he was holding a gun in the proper policeman format, which looked funny and on screen. <laughs> so <laughs> I laughed at that. It made me correct laugh. gun handling. Good quality. <laughs> <laughs> like legs wide and <laughs> just like you. Did anyone else John notice Wick the, would be proud. early on there? Uh, when like the story starts to kick in after they got to like the how do we how do we got here point was um they've got that tarantino-esque music just blasting you know insisting upon itself and then once the narrator kicks in shortly before it switches to a kind of 
canned far away sound to make me think, oh, this guy is listening to this in his apartment. That's kind of clever, but that doesn't seem to be the case. It's just like they couldn't have the narrator and the audio playing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, man. Well, it was dead quiet on every other, every other scene. <clears throat> yeah, like the the freaking like three or four people who are in every shot of this movie. I, I swear. <laughs> it's just, yeah. yeah, I mean, the music choices were all just so obnoxiously bad throughout a lot of this, too. Like, seriously, why did the movie start off with like a third man style instrumental score for no reason whatsoever? And shots of fire hydrants. It sounds cool. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> just this dan 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 kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But then it never comes back again for no reason. So. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, I think the thing that actually upset me the most of this movie, and maybe this is me being a s- sensitive film critic, but it also was something that seemed to be very apparent from, like, the first five minutes. Did this movie seem weirdly racist in the way that it showed, like, Latino bad guy characters throughout this whole movie? I kind of yeah. got that, too. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah. yeah. I, I kind of, I think it brought up, like, before review, like, it was kind of white savory, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the white man who has to save the Latino girlfriend from the evil Mexican gangsters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like all, all the white characters are the good guys. Just FYI. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's like there's one other person of color who is like a good character, but he gets killed off for no reason whatsoever anyway. So. Mm-hmm. Which, which in the context of his character doesn't make sense. Because no. you would think that yeah. he would be able to stop that from happening. Because I, of what he is. You'd think, right? <laughs> you know, they didn't think about murders. that. No. <laughs> no, only the white characters can win. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, like, kind of tangentially related to racist, but one of the, the thug guys had an iron cross patch on his <laughs> denim vest. I'm like, I don't think that guy would have that on there. Oh, uh, you got it. Oh, you're so right. They're like, they're, they're dressed like bikers. And yeah, that doesn't like Hell's Angels bikers. I'm like, wait a minute, that's well, not. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's just one detail that's inconsistent about them. Like, there's a whole lot of stuff. Like you were pointing out, like some of their like dialogue and lingo seems to not make sense for the type of characters being written as. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, no. They're yeah. This seems like it's just make them. It's like this blanket ethnic thing. It's like let's mix in some black slang with some Latin slang and throw it all together and just <laughs> see what works. Sure, we don't have to care about their. <laughs> Who's who and what's what? Like, or these characters wouldn't say this or this or that. Yeah, this is that weird thing, or like the, the kind of weird hipster mentality where they're like, "Oh, we're very understanding and we're very accepting and we very, ta- you know, we have very high-minded stuff," and yet they slide into this very casually racist attitude about the way they perceive things. I'm just like, I, I don't get why this is a thing in the story. I don't get why it had to be this case with these. Like, they're just so freaking generic with these gangster characters. I mean, it, it, it is. Yeah. And they're just and they're generically evil. <laughs> yeah, they're just bad people. Why are they bad? Because they're brown and scary. That's pretty much their excuse. Like like the, <laughs> since the movie, I guess, is set in New York, it took me a little bit to figure that out. To me, it came off more like Austin or something. But yeah, I guess these are like people small not from New York. They're thinking this is what New York is like. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I would never have guessed it was New York unless someone said it. So I, I have no idea where it is. Like, I, I, had I to saw look it up. city. I, oh, oh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I had no. I just saw buildings. Like, all right, it could be. It could be New York, California. Oh, not California is too bright. But 
Oh, come on. If you see a California film, you know it's a California film. There's like colors everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this is so. I was like Chicago, New York, whatever. Yeah. Like, is I, Batman in the background? Or is Spider Man there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just, I, I, I just, I'm baffled by this movie, honestly. You know, and here's the thing about it, too, is that it's on the one hand, I could say a lot of things I was very annoyed or angry about. And yet, I don't feel angry, angry to this movie. But I also, I can't say almost anything good about this movie. Like, I can't, I, I've been trying, I've been struggling. We even did two reviews of this movie up to this point yeah. as a practice round, trying to think of reasons to like this movie. And, yeah, and um, I honestly can't. I can't think I, of anything good to say about this. I, I'm so happy we did, because luckily you'll never hear the other one, because it's basically the calm Buddhist London that you guys have gotten used to was not there. <laughs> it was oh, taken over yeah. by a demon from hell. If you, if you want to hear the original version of this review, please request to Chris to have us put on the subscriber portion of the forums because you, <laughs> you get to hear London go off <laughs> in that review. But, uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm done with anything else. I mean, is there anything else to say before we segue into final thoughts? Uh, uh, no, not really. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Rose, why don't you uh, start us off then? Like, just your general final impressions and final uh, arbitrary rating. Uh, I just, like like I kind of intimated earlier, there there was a better movie here. I, I try to see potential in, in all movies, even the bad ones, and there there was something here, just they, they didn't have what it took to realize that to make it into something, and that was what makes it so frustrating really i mean I, I didn't hate this movie i'm just extremely disappointed by it it was it was a boring slog and uh yeah no recommend <laughs> <laughs> well so what is your arbitrary rating uh, <laughs> uh yeah that's about it <laughs> okay sigh. one sigh out of ten <laughs> Hey, that's a that's a very valid rating. So, uh, London, what do you think? Okay, so um, like I said, I'm not as enraged as I was, but I'm still a very like just I'm still very frustrated by it. I mean, there was all of that asked from a filmmaker is tell a story and then tell and tell it well. This it, you know I know you guys may lack resources, you may lack the um, you know certain abilities and the talents. I've been to many film festivals. I've liked a lot of movies that I could tell they didn't have the equipment or or finances to make it, but they at least told a well consistent story. And this one I just didn't think they did they did it. So I mean when you do just scene inconsistencies, dialogue issues, I mean these are guys, these are basic things. You know, and have respect for the audience. They they if they see something you'll need it explained to them. Like that's all. Like trust them. They'll understand. They'll understand what's going on if it's told visually to them, or if not visually, verbally. It's fine. We'll pick one. Um, so, and yeah, like I said, there's aside from you know we all we all kind of said everything else. So I think uh, in the end, uh, I'm gonna give this two ices and a cup of whiskey out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm pretty much right there with you guys. I, again, like I said, it's not the worst. Like, it never pushed me to the point of like going, I hate this, and I well, okay, no, I, I hated quite a bit of this, but it never pointed <laughs> to the point of being like grossly offended or anything like that. Like, I've seen some movies that were like offenses to my brain. They were so dumb. This was just, this was just a thing. It was a thing that happened. I watched it, and I will never ever think about it again after I watch after this review. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna give this 
two jokes ripped off of Date Night out of ten. Oh, damn, that's right. We forgot to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if you noticed this too, Rose. There's that bit where they make the joke about, oh, no, they're gangster come off and they're going to whack me off kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so one, it's weird that they do that and then correct themselves, which is like, oh, hey, there's a punchline for that. But London told me that's apparently a joke from another movie entirely that happened. Yeah, from Date Night. Date Night with Steve Carell. Yeah. And Tina Fey, really? You're going to rip off two famous films? (laughs) Yeah, and honestly, that's that's a forgettable Tina Fey and Steve Carell film. So I'm just like, okay. Maybe that's what they thought. People forget about it and they just stole the joke. (laughs) You know what this one reminds me of? It just came to me is not so much in in the plot the plot is totally different but it reminds me of a horrible 1999 film called the item which is just about as bad and it's oh my god yes yeah oh my god that you're so right (laughs) (laughs) oh my god this is so because of that like that pretentious filmmaker like that that the guy who just thinks like like so, so cool. full of himself, he wants to make himself so cool when he's obviously not. <laughs> yeah, a, you can tell a bunch of film students made it. Oh, I know, <laughs> God, you're so right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but hey, that was a Sundance groundbreaker, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> they showed it in the parking lot. 